Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Our guest today is a former college player of the year and defensive player of the year at Indiana. Number two overall pick in the 2013 NBA draft. Two-time All-Star, All-NBA, All-Defense, and the best singer in the NBA. <laughs> we got Victor Oladipo. Do you know we got to show Victor Oladipo on the building? We got to show you love. Why do you hit the note, though? I love that. That's tough. Why What's do you up, hit God? the note, though? You hit them good you. notes. <laughs> I like that. Man, so Vic, let, let's just start off with it, man. You know, I, I scoured your, your social before you came on. I like to dig deep, do research. You've been hashtagging a lot of your posts with Revenge Tour. <laughs> this is your first full summer to get work in since, what, like 2018. So what has this offseason been like for you, and how excited are you now entering your 10th season in NBA? Man, honestly, it's just been fun, you know, just being able to, to just hoop, you know what I mean? Go to different gyms, go to different places and hoop. You know, versus guys I'll see in the fall, the winter, the spring. Um, I haven't had that opportunity uh, since the summer of 2018. So um, my path has been different, and I feel like sometimes, you know, I'm judged on that, which, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. That's what people are going to do. Um, but now I plan on being judged on the work I put in this summer as well. So um, I'm just looking forward to going out there and playing at the highest level, man, and um, being able to play a whole year. God willing, would be, you know, amazing for me. So I just miss playing, miss playing basketball. Last year was a little different, obviously, with the circumstance, me missing the whole year, coming back, playing six games, and then kind of getting thrown in a rotation in the playoffs. But, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm coming into this season uh, prepared. So I'm looking forward to it. That, 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 that injury year is the most frustrating thing ever. Oh, man. You know, especially when, like, it's when you get injured, when you're sitting here, like, like, yeah, I'm here, yeah, right? Man. Then you get injured, then you spend the summer rehabbing, not working on the next development of your game. Exactly. And that, like, people really don't understand mentally how that, like, puts a toll on you. Like, mm -hmm. you start you start seeing players, like, get closer to your skill. Then you see guys you was catching up, move a little bit further. And you're like, yo, I need to... Yeah. I, Come on, do something for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, 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 it seems like it's the, like I, I went through is the most frustrating thing ever. Like I, I didn't even, I knew I couldn't do nothing on this knee, and I'm still like, yo, let's let's just train, bro. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be rehabbing. <laughs> like, nah, forget the rehab. I need to work on my skill exactly. development because I need to keep my place. You know, and it's tough, Gil, because you gotta like save yourself from yourself mm -hmm. when you rehab. Because it's like in in rehabbing, you can only do so much. You know what I mean? Especially with what I was what I was given, the cards I was dealt. So I could only play so many cards at a time. So the first month I wanna go, I wanna run, I wanna jump, I wanna <laughs> but your body won't let you, you know what I'm saying? And and you know, as you slowly but surely gradually continue to build, continue to work on your, your body and your craft, then slowly but surely you're like, Okay, I can do this, now I can do this, now I can do this, okay, you're clear to do this. It's like uh, it's like, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just this. It's like, wait, what do you mean just this? <laughs> so it can get frustrating at mm -hmm. times, but it, it definitely is a test of your patience and your character as well. So That's what the test of your patience. Mm -hmm. I was not. <laughs> like, like, only because I started off my career on a bench. Mm -hmm. Not hurt. Mm -hmm. Right? But, you know, when you're on, but see, this is before you came. They didn't have D-League. They had this thing called IR. Mm -hmm. Right? Injury reserve. <laughs> Right, where the last three players, that's like, was it 13, 14, 15, y'all on IRs wearing suit and they make up fake injuries, right? Like back injury, all this. So I'm fully healthy on IR. 
So when I actually got hurt, it was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah. So when you when 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 I'm sitting there in, in the training room and doing these little exercises and all that stuff, I'm like, man, this is so boring, bruh. Come on, man. Speed this up. Let's just let's what's phase seven? Like this, <laughs> this, this phase one ain't this ain't it for me. I want to go to phase seven already so I can get back. Yeah, facts, man. That's it gets injuries. tough. Yeah, it gets tough, man. You know, it gets tough, but you know, it is what it is, man. It's like uh, someone told me a long time ago that if you're on if you're on a road and it's easy, then you're on the wrong road. Mm-hmm. So I take that in consideration to my career. You know, some of the best players in the league had their best years. You know, at 30 or above. So mm-hmm. for me, you know, I just I'm optimistic and I'm, I'm I'm humble about it. But I want the world also to know that I'm playing for a higher call and a higher power. Um, and that's what the revenge tour is, really, honestly. Um, you know, again, like you said, like, I, I really felt like I was, you know, matter of fact, I knew I was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like it feels like, you know, everybody else was like, oh, he's got hurt. So, you know, he can no longer be there anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just use that as fuel. And um, so we'll see what the future brings. But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So during your, your recovery rehab, you mentioned that you got to see who was really with you and who wasn't really with you. So I'm gonna ask you first, who was really with you <laughs> during that time? Who were the people? Great question. You, you know how that goes too. I mean, you know, like my pops played in the league, he suffered a neck injury and you see quick, like all the people that was fucking, all the people used to show up at the house, all them uncle X, Y, and Z's that I used to have, I ain't see them no more, so. You know, it's, it's amazing, man. It's like, it really, it, it really puts things into perspective for you because you know, when you first get hurt, you first get injured, it's a, it's a thousand and one text messages mm-hmm, you get. Mm-hmm. People checking on you, people, you know, people tweeting, whatever the case may be. A week later, it's dead. It's not, it's nobody checking on you. It's nobody seeing how you're doing. Two months, three months later, it's nobody checking on you. Nobody mm-hmm. seeing how you're doing. You watching everybody else. You sitting back like, all right. When I, there was certain, you know what I'm saying? But there was certain people who were always there, always checking on me, my family. You know what I'm saying? That that was, they had no choice, obviously, because they my family, but. I mean, you know, they, they, they got no choice, they need that you'd check. You'd be surprised. You, you, they need the bills paid. But no, my family, my family was, was always, was, was there. They were always, always there. Um, you know, me and my father had got super close because of my second injury. You know what I mean? And um, it's something that right now is like, it's super dope to be able to like talk to him closely and relate to him on a whole different kind of level. Like being a grown man, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it was it was really it was really important for me, really inspirational for me. So I'm definitely thankful for that. My manager right now, Neiman Johnson. Like a lot of people don't know, like. I think a lot of people, because he's so new, you know, a lot of people, you know, he, he gets, you know, all the heat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you're that close to somebody, um, you, you're going to get all the heat. But um, Neiman was there before a lot of people, you know, noticed him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He was, he was someone I could go talk to and just, you could know kind of vent with that had no ulterior motive. You know what I'm saying? That just genuinely wants to know, like, what, what's going on in your head? Um, and this was during like that, that during that time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, Neiman was actually there the first time I got hurt, you know what I'm saying? And he's still here now. So that just shows you what kind of human being he is. 
my best friend and assistant now, Ra. Um, she's always been there too. You know what I'm saying? She just, she know me better than I know myself, to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, those two right now, those two are like uh, my yin and my yang. You know what I'm saying? They, when I go to them and I talk, I can tell they listening to me, but they like, boy, like, you don't realize, like, you got it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because before, the people I was rolling with, um, you could feel the eeriness. You could feel the doubt when you would walk in the room, when you would walk with them. Yeah, I, I, was, I was so focused on that I wasn't really paying attention to the feeling because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is all I've wanted. This is what I want. This is what I'm focused on. But taking a step back and really reflecting, it's like, boy, you always knew that eerie feeling was there. Mm -hmm. You just wasn't paying attention to it because you were so focused on the ascension. You know what I'm saying? And maybe God needed to slow me down in order for me to fix the squares in my circle. So I couldn't, uh, if I didn't do that, who was to say I would have been able to get to where I wanted to be. So there's a, a lot of other people, you know, from my trainers to, you know, guys, my PTs who played an intricate role on, on me being who I am and being where I'm at today. But, you know, for the most part, man, I just, I gotta stay, I just stay true to myself. And, and that's the work, you know, all both of y'all know it's the work. Gil, I heard so many stories about you growing up in the, in the DC area about your work ethic. So um, it's inspired me as well. You know what I'm saying? Asian Zero was a real thing. <laughs> you understand? Like, we was, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we was watching you closely. You know what I'm saying? You was playing for my home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the stories I've heard of your work ethic is, is, is definitely inspirational and, and has sunk in my whole career since I was a youngster. So um, that's a real thing. It's crazy because that's... <laughs> it's all I knew. It's It's... Because, you know, <clears throat> before the injury, it was, you know, getting basically draft day, right? And even though I worked my whole career, I always worked, you know, that's, that was my thing. And I didn't really, when I got to the NBA, I didn't really know how to work. I just, you know, I'll sit in the gym nine, 10 hours, didn't know what I was doing. And then um, Chris Mullen, Chris Mullen sat me down and said, you know, I used to be in the gym all the time, told me I had an alcoholic problem, right? And this is what saved him. So me and him would play, shit, I don't know how old. He was retired already. We'll play full court one-on-one, -on -one, kill, murder that man. <laughs> kill, 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 Half court? Oh, no. I, it, was like a, it was like a whole other NBA when we went to half court basketball. Like full court, like he couldn't keep up. I mean, I'm just, half court, it actually taught me like, like, yo, like, what is this? Like, it's like, yo, you gotta play half court basketball. You gotta learn how to, when it's small. So, you know, him teaching me how to play, how to work, you know, like, get your work in, go at 110%, go home, rest, Come back. So when you have, when you're angry, your girlfriend in here, don't argue with your girlfriend. Use that anger to, to perfect mm -hmm. your skill. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You having a problem with your family, perfect your skill. You know what I mean? You didn't have no, no you, you didn't get enough minutes. Perfect your skill. So he taught me how to channel everything that was going on in the outside world into that basketball world. Mm -hmm. So I only knew who my friends and family was that was here, right? So what ended up happening is, I built this wall. If I didn't see you in the gym, 
I ain't talking to you. You know what I mean? So my friends, if you ain't rebounding, if that machine break, like I use the machine, if them balls bounce out and your ass ain't hustling to go get them to put them back in, I don't know you. We ain't friends. You know what I mean? So that's how I started judging people. So when I got hurt, same thing happened. Oh, man, what happened? You all right? Send him a love. Week later. So they gone. Gone. They be gone. So I, I, what I did was I put no incoming calls on my phone. So my whole, to, to, to this day, true. no incoming calls are allowed. So I can only call you, receive text, text back. You can't call my phone. <laughs> you didn't, listen, hey, listen, you didn't call me when I was hurt. I don't want to hear that shit. Hey, yo. <laughs> but you're, what, what if we came into your life after that? Like, I'm post-rebound, because I'll be trying to hit you, and it's just. It's still, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> text me, I get to read it. I want to read. <laughs> I want to read what you say. I don't want you to call me that. Y'all didn't call me when I was hurt. Nah. But it, but it ends up happening like that. You start, yeah. because people don't realize, yo, I'm, I'm a human too. Like, I have feelings too. Like, yeah, I, I do the basketball thing, but yo, check on me. See how I'm feeling. I don't, like, I don't care what I tweet or I'm saying in the, like, I, when it's over, I'm by myself. I'm lonely. I, I'm like, like, if something happened to you, I'm checking on you. Yo, you all right? All right, speedy recovery. I'm going to check on you week by week to see, to make sure you're doing the right things. But when it comes the other way, it's like, like, that you know, TV shit only works. You know, what's funny is I, I've built a, a whole new perspective on it is that, <clears throat> and I'll be talking to, to Neem about this, like, I can never expect what I give in return. Nice. No matter, no matter what, no matter, no matter where I'm at, no matter what I'm doing, now I might get it, mm -hmm. but never expect to get it. Never you understand? Like, mm -hmm. um, because not everybody was raised the same way. Not everybody comes from the same background. Not everybody, not everybody has the same values. Not everybody has the same beliefs. You understand what I'm saying? So for me to expect the same gesture or the same, you know, kindness or the same things in return would, well, that that that'd be me being a fool, really, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And. I have to be okay with that and understand it. Like, sometimes it's not personal. It's just people just don't know how to be that way, yep. you know? Um, that's why it doesn't matter when their opinions rise. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, does, it, 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 plays, no, it, it plays no role in my, in, in my life. You understand what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's it, when, you, when you go through stuff like this, like, it, it, it makes you grow. <laughs> it does. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes you grow, and and it makes you like your 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 perspective on things, on people, on the world is just so drastically different now. You know what I'm saying? Like, things that used to bother you don't bother you. Things that you used to care about you don't mm -hmm. really care about anymore. Like, and and it's because you've been low. Like, a lot of people don't know what it feels like to yeah, be to hit the you they hit the I'm bottom. Saying? Yeah. yeah some people don't know what it feels like to hit the bottom. And, like, that's a like, real place. I remember man. I had to t I had to tell. I remember it was, um, was it championship? No, it was championship when Kevin Durant messes Achilles up. Yeah, that was a championship. Yep. That was in, and, that um, was, yeah. 2019. Yep, I hit him and said, I don't want you to look at the world in a negative way now. Mm. I said, they did, they, they was happy. They was happy you, was, you got hurt. But you got to take that as who you are. Right, mm. you were the only threat that they was afraid of. For sure. Right, you were Superman that they were afraid of, and now that you are off the court, they feel like 
this is their time. So don't feel bad about what they did. That's just that's that's just the power you had. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to you know the medical staff, don't blame them because me and you both know if you could have came back game one, you would have came back game one. For sure. If I erase your memory right now and re-ran this a hundred <laughs> times over with, you will come back one hundred times. <laughs> 100 times, because the hooper is going to want to hoop. Like, right. this is the biggest stage in the world. This is you, the hoop. The hoop part of you is not going to say, all right, I'm going to just rest up and then wait for the next year. If you can play 25%, you're going to go out there and try, you know, especially in the championship game. And he was like, you're right. No matter what the motherfucker said, I was going out yeah, there. Of course. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's just the way, you know, some people are built. And, and, and I said, you know, look, people, it's going to be lonely. I said, this summer going to be lonely. <laughs> I don't know if he understood what I was saying. I'm pretty sure it happened to him. Like, yeah. you know, people going people to count you out. For sure. You know, I said, I said this, is, this is the time you reflect on your career, right? Reflect on the things you did, the things you accomplished. We, we're so robotic that, you know, we train, summer comes, we're going to go on vacation. And then when we get like bored of that, then it's like back to the gym. We can smell when the season's changing. Now the season's about to start, right? That, that, that September 13th, 12th, mm, training camp's coming, right? And we have, we have this, this machinery type of, you know, like thing to us. So I said, right now you're out of the machine. Think about like from your rookie year to now, understand that process you went through, the, the time you put in, the awards you won, the things you did. Once you understand what you've accomplished, you know where you're going, right? Sometimes we're trying to get back to something, not realizing, hold on, let me see, okay, what did I do? All right, first year, second year, this is what I accomplished. All right, okay, this is where I wanna go now. So now you know where you wanna go. Right now, most, when they come back, they don't know where to go. They just trying to, I just need to be out there. I just, I just need to be out there. Nah, mm-hmm. d- d- you, you have a purpose. L- look at what your stats did. Look at what your career, you know, went through. Now that tells you where you need to, to go. You know, and now you have another goal in mind and that's where you start moving towards. Mm-hmm. That, now looking at Kevin Durant now, when people say, where is he going? Wherever his brain tells him now, you know what I mean? It's, you know, he's not the same as he was before. He's another, he's a new person. I mean, when he got injured and he had to sit back and just reflect on his career, reflect, yo, you're a Hall of Famer already. Now, now what do you want to do? Do you want four more rings, five more rings? Like, what is the legacy that you want to go from now? You know what I mean? And some players, you know, we don't, we don't really get the luxury to really sit back and enjoy what we're doing. Mm. Like that, like if you see the jerseys, I like, I, I put the jerseys that I have. Like I watch these players, I played against these players. So when I look at it, I can I can reflect back on memories. Um, and, and, and sometimes when we're playing, we don't like. I'll look at highlights, like I don't remember that shit. Right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I scored 40, yeah, I don't remember that. You know what I mean? Because we're just, it's just, when we're, when we're in a groove, we're in a groove. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we're the, like yeah. I can show you highlights right now, you be like, ah, uh, yeah. But what year was that? Like, that was your second year, bro. You're like, yeah, I don't even remember. Because yeah, it's, it's moving so fast that the game is moving, the, the game is moving faster than, you know, what, what team is this? It was four? 
This your fourth team? This my Orlando, OKC, Indiana, Indiana, Houston. Houston. Yeah. So about to be your fifth. This is yeah. my fifth, yeah. But it goes by. Yeah. <laughs> it goes by. It's it goes swimming. by. This year, 10. Yeah, it's crazy. 10, yes. Damn. Crazy. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. So let's talk about now. You signed a two-year extension with the Heat, two-year deal. You guys were a bucket and a stop away. Game seven of the ECS from going to the finals. East is stacked this year. I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about the Miami Heat. And I they know you never talk about and it. And it's, it's, it's wild to see that the squad <laughs> is literally, again, you know what I mean, right, right there. So how excited are you for this season? And do you think the Heat have what it takes to get to the finals this year? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we had what it took last year. We just came up short. So, you know, I'm not surprised nobody talking about us, though. You know, that's just how we not the, we not, not the most attractive team, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of more... Uh, cuter guys out there than us, mm-hmm. I guess, but, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I mean, I think that, you know, there's a lot of talent. It's, it's going to be hard to pick, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be hard to choose who, who's going to come out the East or who's going to be the top teams in the East because it seems like everybody just coming over, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it would be interested to see, man. I'm looking forward to the competition. I know a lot of guys are getting better. A lot of teams are getting stacked. and. Um, you know, what better way to see where you at than put put yourself against the best and, and East the East is stacking up to look like it's that every night. So um we'll see though, man. You know, I know what we we, we what we trying to do and what we play for. We we've been doing that since I walked in that arena, since I walked in that program. So I know what our mentality is and what we're trying to accomplish and we definitely feel like we can get back there. Um and we definitely feel like we can make it to the finals. So um we just gotta keep working. And then taking it one game at a time, like we always been doing, and um, everything else will take care of itself. That sounded politically correct. Yeah, right yeah, 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 man. No, you did a good job, man. You did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> no, you know the fact that you guys went so you went that far, and you only played what six six games in the regular season. Six regular season. So, yeah, you know, what I mean, the fact that if you'd have been there the whole time and. You know, um, but they cut your minutes in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, you try to go with the the people you can rely on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, it's, I remember I did that um, when I was at Memphis too. Like I didn't play much in the playoffs because I got hurt like towards the end, mm-hmm. and they got their rotation. Once you get your rotation, that's a wrap. Which is weird. <laughs> which is it, it, it bothers me sometimes. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, Why? Because. 
I don't, you know, I think it's, I'm not a coach, right? So I don't know how coaches really like go into games, but it's not the way a player goes into games. Like, don't tell me like there's a, like sometimes I'll get subbed out, like what you subbing me out for? Cause it was part of the, it was part of the, the rotation. They're like, don't rotate me right now. Like, you know what I mean? That I always had that problem. Like, let me tell you when I'm ready to come out. Like I, I have the feel of the game. You're watching it like this. That is not the same feel as this I right here. It, yeah. You know what I mean? So you have, okay, we're going, you know, we're going to sub him in for a minute. We're going to play it. We're going to keep it tight at eight. You can't go into a game pre, this is not a fucking prepackaged meal. This is not, you know what I mean? This is, I'm not, this is not, this is not some gym workout where everything is prepackaged and, you know, you're going to eat this at one and eat this at three. Nah, that's not how fucking game of basketball so is think, So you think if you could have subbed yourself out, you would have been reasonable? You would have like subbed yourself out when you was tired or you would have played the whole game? No, 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 there's some times where, um, like, okay, so I never wanted to be subbed out mm-hmm. uh, until the second half, until the second quarter started. Don't okay. sub me out. You want to play the whole first quarter? I want to play the whole first because I want, like, the shit I did in the, the, the first eight, seven minutes and I got hit, I want to be rewarded in the last three. Yeah, right. You know, when they can't touch me no more, we're in a penalty, I want to get those free throws in. Mm-hmm. Take me out at the end of the second, and then from there, I'm just going to gauge the game. If we hurry up and get into the penalty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cause, cause, gotta remember when you have when you have two other stars on a team, right? Mm-hmm. That need their buckets, they need their points. I gotta figure out a system how to score without affecting them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So now that's where everyone hates it. Now that's where I'm driving and you touch me and I do all of that. Foul. Let's go to the free throw line. So I'm getting my points without taking away from Karan and Antoine and Larry Hughes and them. So I had to try to develop a game within the game where I didn't take away from your shot. So, you know, you got, I'm averaging 29, 20, 19, but I'm averaging 29 because I'm, I'm sitting at the free throw line longer. Clock stopped, no possessions. So when motherfuckers look at the clock, they're like, they think only took 17 shots? Yeah, bro, I don't even shoot like that. Like, <laughs> I got 25 free throws. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, but when you go into the playoffs and you're trying to, like, cut your rotations, like, the game dictates who plays, mm-hmm. how much they play, mm-hmm. right? Matchups. This person might got in foul trouble. I, need to, I might need to pull him in a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't planning on playing him, but because I remember Dwight Howard told me he ain't on the team no more, so I can, I can say it. He called me before game, it was game six against Miami, and he hit me and said, <clears throat> yeah, coach said I ain't playing. I said, wait, what? He said, coach said I ain't playing today. How the f- can he tell you, you ain't playing today? How can he pre, the game ain't even started. <laughs> the game ain't started. What if motherfuckers get in foul trouble? You go, cause what ends up happening is it fucks him up because he knows he's not playing. So he ain't gonna go through his, his Routine. Yeah, yeah. He ain't gonna get mentally ready. Mm-hmm. You know, from there he's just gonna become a cheerleader. Now you're gonna say, put the, get him in the game. He all f-ed up now, right? You can't tell a player he ain't gonna play because you don't know he's not gonna play. You right. don't know if you're gonna be able to use him. So why, why would you even say that? That's when I start, you know, like, damn, that's the shit that used to happen back in the day. These, they, they, they have not learned this, they haven't learned this game from this vision. Mm. They just know how to 
culture from this vision, not understanding that everything you do, everything you say affects players. That's a real thing. That's a, uh, you, you are 100% right. I, I mean, I, I just think also, you know, it is probably tough for them, you know, for, to be in that position and that perspective. But, you know, I, I, it's almost a, the saying, like, you never really understand unless you're in someone else's shoes, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I never really heard it like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that perspective and the way you described it, but it's, but it's head on, you know what I'm saying? Like, this situation with me when, you know, after I played six games, and then they took me out of rotation to sit here and say I was happy about it. I would be lying to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like, you know, you know, I don't, there's no real way, good way or bad way to handle it. I just felt like, you know, what, I wasn't handled right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, but I could sit here and say it probably was the best thing that happened to me because it lighted a fire. Because I was so like, Upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like my people will tell you, like, I ain't want to be around me because mm-hmm. that's how mad I was. And and it wasn't because, you know, I felt like they were wrong. I just knew what I was capable of, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like, you know, the circumstance and the situation and everything, you know, I wasn't really given the opportunity to prove that, you know what I'm saying, coming back six games in March. Mm-hmm after everybody has played the whole year, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen, like you were saying. So then your perspective comes in now. It's like, yeah. you can't say he can't play because then you don't know. Somebody <laughs> goes down, somebody, something, God forbid, something happens, then you're going to have to put him in. He's got to be ready to play. And that's literally what happened. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the playoffs, right? What is the playoffs? It's, it's we, do they still give you the book? Right? Of, everybody gets it. Everybody gets the book everybody of everything a player does, right? That means, like, calls, plays, all that scouted, right? So what ends up happening is your, your, that blue piece of paper, that white piece of paper, that, that is meaningless in the playoffs. It's meaningless. You have to be engaged in the game, right? I remember it was the year they went, with the Lakers, and none came in. Quick buckets, subbed them out. Didn't play no more, again. I'm like, they didn't scout that player. He's the most dangerous player now because he's, he hasn't been scouted. Yeah. They don't know nothing about him. You know, we gonna read. The, the, the most players gonna read other than that, everybody's like, I know, I, I know who he is, right? No one knew who he was. He came in, he disrupted the defense, because he was, he was, they were so used to this player doing this, this player doing this, you know, Braun, he gonna be over here, he gonna be over here, if I turn my back, he gonna try to back door, so he knows how to move. Well, he didn't know this left-hand player right here, who just coming in, just taking wild shots. That was a game changer. They didn't know what that was. You last year, game changer, put him in, see what he's gonna do. They're, they're so used to this compact defense, they might have to set it up because now there's another score on the court that we didn't plan for. Right, exactly. Like, I remember we were, we were down like 18 points in a game, right? And Coach Eddie was like, hey man, I wanna put, um, I, I wanna put uh, Blake, you know, Steve Blake and Juan Dixon in. Okay, he said, but, uh, how am I going to put him in? Just put all three of us in. Like, he was like, all right, I didn't know if you wanted to play the three. 
I said, first of all, I'm not playing the three. <laughs> I'm still going to play the point, but he's like, I said, what do you want us to do? Junk the game up. He said, you know, junk the game up. Let's see what we have. All right. Them two little Maryland guards picking up, hitting picking shots. Up like, I mean, because the way we played, those two didn't really get in like that. See, Steve Blake didn't get in because I'm playing 42 minutes a game. You know, um, Larry Hughes playing about 40 minutes a game. So Juan Dixon again. So they didn't really get to play how they wanted to play. But see, since they were a Maryland backcourt, they knew how to play together. So what ended up happening is that game, we came back one. Wow. Came back one. That became our best unit when we were down. Wow. Even without me, Steve Blake and, and Juan Dixon became our best. They wasn't even, they wasn't even like really part of the rotation because coach didn't know how to, because we're playing 40 something minutes. We're down 15, put them two in there. They know what to do. <laughs> they pick up full court, take shots that you just wouldn't even think. It was just a whole fast offense. Wow. But it, was, it wasn't part of the paperwork. Right. But coach, when he knows, damn, we down, we need something changed, put him in. He had, mm-hmm. All five out, put the new five in. Right, right. You know what I mean? There's, you know, you, you got to coach off instinct sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. got to feel it. Like, if I'm seeing you over there angry, this is what I, I, I need that. Come on in there. Let me see. Motherfucker might knock a nigga head off. Like, you never know. Like, you know what I mean? He going to get so angry that he's taking shots. Like, we already been there. When a coach messing with us and we come in, hitting shots, we start looking at him. Yeah, motherfucker, I told you I was, I told you I was nice. <laughs> I told you. I need that. I need that. I need that player. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I need that player that's so angry with me that he's on level 100. I think sometimes, you know, sometimes coaches get into that egotistic part of the game where they take everything personal. Mm. Right? Like, it ain't. It's a game, we, we, we're gonna bump, we're gonna disagree. And you know, I'm not one of those people that's supposed to penalize you for being mad at me. Like, if I messed up, I messed up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna penalize your game because we had a disagreement. That's, that's, that's too much power. Right. And sometimes they use it. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned you only played six, six regular season games last year, but I wanna talk about final game of the season. You get to go back to Orlando where your NBA career first started. Drop that 40, 10, and 7 on the Magic's head. <laughs> but what did that do for you from a confidence standpoint? I also want to say that 40-point, that 10-rebound, double-double, first time I think since D-Wade had done that for Miami. But what did that game do for you in terms of confidence going into the postseason? Do you want me to be honest with you? <laughs> it ain't do nothing for me. <laughs> to be real with you, like, I already know what I'm capable of. You know what I'm saying? I just need the opportunity to show it. And I felt like that, you know, during that time, you know, I was out the rotation, so it was only so much I was playing. Um, but prior to that, I had a really good game in Toronto, too. And I, I had to wait a week and a half or two weeks before I played that game. And honestly, my mentality was just I just really didn't care. I just knew I was what, what I had to do and go out there, and I had to just – I was just going. I didn't really – I didn't really hear nobody. I didn't really know where I was at, to be honest with you. I was just focused on – Showing, showing everybody what I'm capable of, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was great and all, you know what I'm saying? It was cool to be able to go back to that, that arena, um, you know, perform the way I performed. But 
you know, it was the last game of the year. You know, we didn't win or whatever the case may be. You know, I performed really well, but, you know, I, I like meaningful basketball too. You know what I'm saying? I like dominating meaningful basketball games as well. So any game you play is meaningful, but, you know, I mean the real meaningful ones. You know what I'm talking about? So it was great. You know what I mean? To say I wasn't feeling myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be lying too. <laughs> like, you know, so it's like, it's like, it's like we all go through the same, there's like this, this the same path, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in Orlando and <laughs> who, who was, uh, Stan Van Gundy was the coach, bruh. And he wouldn't play, he wouldn't play me to save my life. Like someone had to get hurt, right? But I can tell you this, every time somebody got hurt, I know I had a dub. So I remember Jason Richardson came in, he was like, yo, I'm not playing today. Yes! <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I got 20. I got 20. I got 20, y'all. I got 20. <laughs> he got to go through me. They got, got to. Hey, Dwight, Dwight started laughing. Jameer started laughing because they knew that he can't sub me now. So I don't know what it was between me and him. I, I, it was more loyalty. I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't hate him because he was loyal to Jameer because me and Jameer was, like, tight. Right? And I said, you know, if I'm the coach, the same thing, you've been my dog this whole time, I'm not playing a new dude, right? So me and Jameer, we already had, I like, I don't want your position. I came here, you know, to come off the bench and, you know, you know, so I was fine, but when somebody got hurt and I, I got the play, oh, 20, I got 20, <laughs> uh, 20, hey, I'm, hey, he'll walk in that mud, hey, stay. I got 20 today. <laughs> All right. I don't know how many we going to score, but I got I got a dub for us today. Sure. If you look at the stats when somebody was injured, 20-something. Duh. Duh. Very tough. But it wasn't, to be honest, it was to the point, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't even about winning. Hmm. Like, it wasn't even, my brain wasn't even about winning the game. It was more showing dude that, yo, I, I can play still. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why you not, like, how do I go from 20 points in 20 minutes to the next game, three minutes. Like, how was this team? Our playoff game, I led the I led the team in scoring. I was second in scoring with six points in three minutes. That was number two. That's incredible. He put me in three minutes. I scored three straight baskets. <clears throat> never played again. What? So it was more me. It was more of like I I just want to play. Get out there, prove this man wrong, and it wasn't even. I didn't care if we won, we lost. I didn't care about none of that at that point. So I when, so when you was when you was like at the the the, the peak, they would say they call it the peak of your career. Mm-hmm. What what did you think about in games? Was it was it what was your mentality if it wasn't to prove anyone wrong or show oh, somebody? Oh, okay, something? so in my peak, was it was it to win? Well, so in my peak, yeah, right? Yeah. Like when you didn't have to worry about a coach being like, I ain't subbing him out, you know what I'm saying, where you was just so, so, <laughs> agent. So yeah, so my thought, well, to be honest, my thought process changed every quarter. Right. It, was a, it was a quarter by quarter. Like, so first quarter was like attacking my opponent before he attacks me, hmm. right? So I want to let him know I'm the dominant one on the court. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, that's why I'm going to do the most trash talking the first quarter, I'm going to do the most trash talking, and I'm going to be aggressive, right? Second quarter is finishing a quarter positive, right? Man, third quarter, coming out on top. Fourth quarter, just straight, 
just just straight close out yeah. kill mode yeah. like it's it's when i'm focused the most mm-hmm. so no matter what happened in the first three quarters my fourth quarter brain was different than you know what i mean so i can i can miss all these shots and then i'm on in the last two three minutes and that's where you know winning time came in that's where you know all the michael jordan movies i've seen all the things <laughs> i've heard about all that you know tuned in to that i don't know how many like if you see the interview when i scored 60 mm-hmm. right and the lady was like oh you had 60 there and i was like wait what mm-hmm. it shocked me because mm-hmm. i never looked up there because it, it, that the part of the game was not what my stats look like that's first first two quarters. Yeah, <laughs> first two quarters. That fourth quarter, my it was a whole different mindset. Um, but you know, just throughout the game, just being aggressive. Like I'll I'll tell somebody like like yo, if I'm not being aggressive enough, I'm being too aggressive. Let me know. So I'll I'll look at the sideline, and I used to have Chucky Atkins in him. I'm like, man, keep going, keep going, because you know when you're playing a game, like if you're out there making passes, gotta remember they can see something different. You out there, and you like you getting people involved, and they be like, no, you need to turn it up because you know it's it's about that time. I'm gonna look, and they're gonna tell me turn it up, or be like, yo, slow down. You like, you know, you tying yourself out, you you you're too aggressive, you're pushing it, because in the fourth quarter, I don't need that. But the first three quarters, you know, I needed, you know, somebody to stay on me to let me know how the game is going. Because how I did the game going versus how someone else sees it, it could be a little bit different. Right, exactly. Because they're seeing something I don't see sometimes, like, yo, hey, get big fella involved. You know, he ain't ain't helping you on the defensive end. But who? We got the big man in right now? (laughs) I'll say some shit like, who? I didn't even know he was in the game, man. There's been plenty of times where I'm so locked in. I'm so locked in. I'll tell Coach, yo, sub bro in, right? And Coach will be like, he's already in. Oh. Because <laughs> like, like, some people were better in picking roles. And I'm like, oh, I need to pick a role right now. But, but I've been doing one-on-one the whole time. I ain't even realized yeah. bro was in. In the game. You know, and sometimes that, that, sometimes that happens. Yeah, it, I mean, it happens, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs>